Hi everyone. So, subconscious pattern summary reports. Now, this is a very interesting set of slides. Very, very interesting because this gives you the summary of how you, the test evaluation reports will be presented to you towards the end of the Excel sheet test that I take online here. So this will give you the entire summary of how your subconscious patterns operate based on a number of test sheets. All the previous ones which the basic has covered, what I will be saw as the basic summary reports in the previous videos. You will see that the summation, the sum total and the evaluation of all the patterns possible go through this and then you will see what I mean by the end of it okay so what are subconscious patterns subconscious patterns are something below your conscious subconscious below your waking state what each one of us has these patterns in varying degrees yes there's no one pattern only which a person has it's again a question of degrees how much percentage of one pattern you have versus how much percentage of another pattern you have so subconscious patterns are something like a background program running inside your head all the time you see the world as an individual through this kind of a lens it's a lens of observation of perception of understanding of all these kinds of things so it's really as we go through each one of the subconscious patterns, you will begin to understand uh, how and why we act from one of these patterns, one or more of these patterns. It's a combination of all of these patterns. It's very important to understand. One of the most crucial parts to understand in the entire self-image app is recognition of the subconscious patterns, how you can work with it, what are your strengths, what are your areas of focus? How you can utilize those strengths? Okay, so moving on to this, let's take an example of the first one towards and away from. This is one of an example of kind of person. Now, what is towards and away from? This person has away from 52% towards 42%. What towards and away from what? So this is called the motivation direction. Motivation direction determines the type of consequences that likely move, move us to action. Means what motivates you. So towards and away from, uh, towards person is forward thinking. Okay, goal oriented, positive, he's proactive, he moves towards something. The away from person is running, trying to avoid pain. Like the towards person is running towards pleasure, avoid person is running away from pain both can be good motivators for a person to act in any direction some people do things in life to avoid pain or the bad consequences other people do things in life or motivated to act because of some gift or a reward or a goal in mind that's one kind of subconscious pattern we all have another kind of pattern is self and others are you focused on yourself or are you focused on others? Which one are you in this? So that's called the attention direction. Which, where is your attention going to all the self? Attention with respect to self or attention with respect to others? Do you mostly put your attention on the needs of others or do you uh, put your on your own needs? 
If there's a conflict of interest, whose needs are attended to first by you? Do you take care of yourself needs first or last? So this is the pattern of self and others. The self advantages, there are disadvantages disadvantages to each, as you can say. The self advantage is one is very self-sufficient, avoids getting entangled up in other people's problems. So it's always focused on self. And disadvantages, it does not engender good teamwork. Means these kind of people don't make very good team workers, but they are very good as entrepreneurs. So they are very good as doing things by themselves because they are independent type of people. The others ones make a very good team player because they are always focused on the needs of others first. Others needs over mine. Does well in caring professions. So it's important to understand how much of self and how much of others, as we saw in the previous slide, do you have? The third subconscious pattern would be big and little. This is called understanding. What's your understanding chunk size? So understanding the big little chunk size, how is an ability we all have or operate from which gives a person how do you understand in terms of you understand the overall picture first and then prefer to drill down to details or do you have to prefer to have all the details first and then go to the big picture or you are comfortable with having operating only on little chunk sizes so that's what that means next one in this example is the frame of reference is it your internal frame of reference while you are working with reality and people or is it an external frame of reference as in are you measuring yourself with your internal authority or an external authority has to tell you what to do and what not to do that's the frame of reference which we are talking about when we examine this subconscious pattern internal and external we saw what the internal external example looks like reference internal frame of reference or do you want to know external do you measure yourself with external world or do you go by your internal authority? It's really a question of authority, internal or external. Which one do you prefer to go with as the first measure? Now this one we all pretty much know. We have heard these terms many places, proactive and reactive. Well, that's a kind of subconscious pattern a person has. In this example, the person is more reactive than proactive. What does that mean? So. Um, a proactive person tends to initiate and not wait for others. We know this. This is pretty simple to understand. From a reactive point of view, they act with little no, no consideration, which they want to directly jump into situations and action first. Action first, reaction comes later for a proactive. For the reactive person, these people have a tendency to wait and let others initiate and they'll rather spend their time reacting to something which is going on from the external this is the difference between proactive and reactive people. Next on our list of programs, uh, of patterns is options and procedures. So this is also known as operational style. How do you operate? Do you prefer to operate having options first or do you want all the procedures first? Operational style says if you're more likely to have options and choices in your life, like if I have to do, if I have to buy a house, what are my options? Can I buy a house of this type or do I take a flat or a villa or this or that or do I need this location? The person options things in terms of options first. 
the procedures person on the other hand he will think same problem if he wants to decide to buy a house she will decide in terms of well what is the procedure how do i go about doing this they don't think in terms of options first they think in terms of procedures first okay these are the views what is your view of life is it very general or is it very specific is uh, this per this particular chart we have in front of us is more of a very specific view very high degree of specific and very less general what do i mean by that if you have more of specific you will be concerned about specifics of a situation your conversations are likely to become long and drawn out you want the details of everything if you are more of general you look at situations in the big picture and speak in general terms avoiding the detail you move to conversations on a different topic prefer to discuss different uh, rather than discussing details so this difference between overview and little as you can see there is like an overlap between all these subconscious patterns we are talking about then the work preferences there are three kinds of work preferences we all have either we prefer to work solo only individually or together as in a whole big team or in proximity that is a team but with a very little number of people four or five people this is like together is like 20 or 30 people a big team or solo you prefer to work alone by yourself so in this particular example proximity the person prefers to work in a team but in a team of small size more than solo or together doesn't prefer solo much although he can handle solo together yes she can handle together also but she doesn't prefer really so the preferences are proximity and solo more than together together a preference for working closely with a shared responsibility large groups proximity is a small group preference for mutual support with individual responsibility you want more of responsibility solo is preferring to work alone then comes the experience what's your sense of experience so we measure this in terms of association and dissociation association meaning are you really with an experience which is going on or dissociation means are you removed from the experience which is going on so in this particular example we see the association person is more of 68% that means this person whenever they are faced with a situation they are thoroughly involved in whatever is going on they are completely identified with the situation a dissociation person will tend to be less involved with whatever is going on at any time they will be more away they will stand back and have an objective view of whatever is going on association is when an experience is to be felt as part of you as an integral part of you of the experience you seem to be identified with the experience or connected with it somehow so you take it very individualistic sense a dissociation is when you are watching or listening or observing as if you are watching a movie or a tv you are standing back and observing the situation going on but you are not really taking anything going on personally so the next type of subconscious pattern we are talking about is matching and mismatching this is approach how do you approach a particular problem are you trying to match to the particular problem or are you trying to mismatch are you trying to find your matching pattern to whatever is going on or are you trying to find the differences 
So if you, our approach is you're more of a matching kind of person. Uh, this person always tries to find matching patterns in whatever they are trying to do. You give them a new task, they are trying to find matching patterns which they have done previously and repeat the patterns. They are good at repetitive kind of tasks because of this. The mismatching ones are happy to try out new ideas, new concepts. They are trying to find, oh, this is not matching. Why is this not matching that? So these people are the discoverers, scientists, researchers of the world. Now we shall talk about the time experience, how everyone experiences time. Basically there are two types of experiences of time, what we call it as in time and through time kind of people. Now what do they mean in time and through time? The time experience is basically how a person perceives time. The in time people will often show hand gestures going from back to front when referring to past and future as if time is passing through them from through their body the through time person will describe time past and future as going from left to right now in time person is very much involved in the present moment they are very much involved in the time they are very present in time so their experiences of any moment is very intense. These people are often are having trouble with being punctual. They are usually not punctual, not on time. They miss all their time schedules and everything else. So the advantages of this can be that for the in-time people, they can concentrate on tasks emotionally, mentally. They can be engaged in every activity thoroughly. The through time person often is objective about time. They see time as going from left to right in front of them. So they are objective with time. These people typically are very punctual with time. They make excellent planners. A good planner and a timekeeper has an advantage of having being a through time kind of a person. The next kind of uh, subconscious pattern is your primary interest motivation meaning we all have four basic types of motivation which we um, fall under. Now this particular sample chart gives us a person who has predominantly an activity motivation means the person is interested more in activity than into people which is 41% then into things and then into places so places they place least importance upon. So primary interest motivation speaks about what is, what is their primary interest. Is it activity, people, place or thing? 